The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up, everybody? How are you guys doing and gals doing this fine, fine day? This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thanks Stuff Podcast, episode 34. If you are new to my podcast, welcome, and thanks for checking me out. If you've been listening to me for a while, I love you. I've got mad love in my heart for you listening to my words. How are all of you doing today? I have a lot of stuff to talk about today, and I'm excited about it, so buckle up. And, well, speaking of buckle up, I'm going to tell you this real quick. I'm going to throw a little bonus into my intro. So this week, speaking of buckling up, I was involved in like a little car accident, right? So what happened was I was getting gas at this gas station. And I'd fill my gas tank up, got my car, and before I even started my car... I was on my phone. I might have been checking my Twitter feed or sending a text, but then I got an incoming call. And so right when I answered the call, there was a car facing me and and he had just pulled in and I guess he took his foot. He had it in drive still, I guess, and he took his foot off the brake. And then when he tried to put his foot back on the brake, he hit the gas and slammed into my car, right? It like pushed my car back. Well, his car was bigger than my car. And so I jumped out. I was like, whoa. And some people that saw it ran over. And I was like, whoa, man. (laughs) And this old dude got out of the car. He got out of his car and he was on his cell phone. Like, I don't know if he was on the internet or if he was texting or what, but he was like, He didn't even look up. He didn't even put his phone down. Like what he was doing was so important that he had to keep doing it right after he had hit me. Right. And so I was like, dude, are you all right? And he's like, yeah, I'm all right. And I was like, well, I'm good, man. And he had like a nice car, but it wasn't messed up. And my car, I mean, it wasn't messed up, but it was a hoopty. It was my work car. And, uh, And so I was like, well, dude, if you're good, you know, I'm good. So, you know, we don't need to, I guess we don't need to do anything since we're both good. But he didn't say thank you, which I'm not like, oh, you should thank me. But he didn't, I mean, he did, he stayed looking at his phone the whole time. And I was like, man, even a car accident didn't phase this old guy, you know? And, you know, the moral of the story is, is when you're in your motor vehicle and you're not in park and your car's off or you're, you know, at least put your car in park, you know, before messing around on your cell phone. It's just not safe, people. So let's get into the podcast today and do what we do. So put your seatbelts on if you're in your car. And if you're playing my podcast and you're like, man, this sucks. You don't need to stop it until you come to a complete stop. Okay, 
Well, we're here and we're ready to do this thing. How have you guys been? How has your week been? Have you been having a good week? Summertime is ending, kind of, sort of. I guess school's starting back, so even though summertime's not really ending, it kind of is for a lot of people. I'm actually, this week, I'm about to take um, a week off from work, which is like the first week that I've taken off probably in about four years, right? I've taken time off and I've had vacation, but I haven't taken like a whole week at one time in one block since probably 2014. So I'm excited about that. Hopefully I can get some kind of rest during that time. (laughs) But uh, a lot of this podcast stuff I end up doing as far as recording goes on the weekend. And I mean, I do a lot of other stuff through the week. Um, as far as thinking about stuff that I want to talk about, because that is the premise of the Glenn Think Stuff podcast. But, you know, I'm excited about that. Let me tell you about something interesting that I saw this past week. And if you follow me on Twitter, you saw that I threw up some pictures of it. And if you don't follow me on Twitter, you totally should, because you missed out. (laughs) (laughs) But let me tell you about something that I saw. So I drove to this mid-sized city because I had some some shopping to do. And I I was driving through like kind of a shadier neighborhood, I guess. It's kind of a rundown, um, older part of the city. And uh, I saw this the strangest thing, right? And it just caught my eye. And what it was was it was a hearse pulling a trailer right and that's kind of weird because you don't see hearses pulling a trailer and this isn't this this wasn't like a new one of those new cadillac hearses um where you take your last ride in style (laughs) i always thought that hearses would be the perfect cover for like drug traffickers i just thought that you know like if you had a casket in the back. I just, I've always thought that because I've never seen a hearse pulled over. But anyway, like they could even get like a police escort, you know. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor yon. So this is what I saw. I saw it was like an 80s hearse, right? It was like an old 80s looking hearse, but it still had the little curtains in the window, you know. And um, it was pulling a trailer Well, on the trailer, there were two caskets, right? There were two coffins on the trailer, which as soon as I was driving by, I was like, that is weird, man. Like, (laughs) why do you have two caskets like on a trailer? They're not covered up or anything. And I mean, it was parked. And so they were just sitting there. But that was strange in and of itself. But then what really caught my eye was there was like a small charcoal grill on the trailer with these two caskets behind the hearse. And I was like, what? And I went and did the shopping that I had to do. And I was coming back by. Well, on my way back um, from the store headed back home, I was like, I'm going to pull over and I'm going to take a picture of this because I've never seen anything like this before, 
you know, and it's just kind of creepy. It kind of gave me a weird feeling because it was a couple, it was probably two city blocks down from an actual funeral home. And maybe it was two or three blocks down. I guess it really doesn't matter. But it was parked in like the front of this business and it wasn't, I don't remember, I think it was some kind of automotive business or something, but it was parked like it wasn't, I don't know if the guy had worked on this car or what the deal was, but it just kind of gave me the creeps. And uh, so I pulled up in the parking lot next to it and snapped some pictures of it. And uh, maybe I'll throw them back up on my Twitter feed. So if that you missed it, you could check them out because it was just something odd, man. It was something odd to see. And all I could think about was I'm not getting out of my car. <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think that I'm scared of a lot of stuff. I don't think that I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm I'm frightened. I'm afraid. But it just was eerie, man. It was just it was just weird. And all I could think about was uh you remember that uh Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street, I think it's called. Um, where they serve meat pies where he'll kill people and then the crazy lady makes meat pies and serves them to the town and everybody's crazy about the meat pies. I was like, that's weird. And then my imagination just took off and I was like, well, you know, at funeral homes, they, you know, when they have the, what do they call it? The viewing or whatever. Um, like family members aren't like, you know, they're, they just look and they're not reaching down and saying, are the legs still there? Is everything still there? Because I was like, man, that is crazy. What if this person is like cooking people and he just puts this out in the open because like everybody will see it and just say, hey, that's weird, you know, but and think no more of it because it's out in the open. It's not like he's trying to hide it. And I was like, that's weird and it freaks me out. And so I put something up on Twitter and I asked, you know, what is it? And a couple people commented. I think one one person was like, you know, those are coolers, you know, those are coolers. And then I was talking to other people cause I was like showing everybody that I know these pictures on my phone. And I was like, what is this man? And, um, I was talking to a guy that's like a, that's like a barbecue grill master dude. I mean, he's like a barbecue king. And I was talking to him and I was like, dude, what's up with this man? And he said, well, I've seen some people do some crazy stuff with grills. And he zoomed in and was like looking at the coffins. And I mean, the coffins were like in pristine condition, you know. And if I think about like a, a grill, he said that he bets that you open the caskets and they're, they're converted into grills. But, you know, I looked... And I zoomed in and looked and it doesn't look like there's any like blackness around, you know, like soot or, you know, how a grill will get kind of nasty. I mean, these look like nice showroom caskets, you know, to me. And so those were the theories that I got. And I just thought that it was kind of strange because, you know, number one, who would do that? Who would think to do that? Number one. You know, are you tailgating at a Metallica concert or something, you know? Are you tailgating at some kind of heavy metal festival, you know? And then the next thing that I thought was, who would want to eat out of something like that? 
or off of something like that. Like if even if it was a cooler, you know, and they had canned drinks or beers or whatever in these coolers, you know, I wouldn't even want to drink a Coca-Cola out of a casket. I mean, doesn't that seem like it would just be kind of bad juju? <laughs> oh, man. But it was so weird. And, I mean, just the neighborhood that it, w- that it was in kind of made it weird. And then, I mean, I was like, if it was a barbecue, if it was like a barbecue place, wouldn't they have some kind of advertisement? And there was no sign of advertisement you know, on the door or anything. It just looked like a normal hearse, you know, pulling two caskets and a barbecue grill. And I was like, man, that is weird. And I mean, that's not really, there's not some big climax to that story. (laughs) I'm sorry, but it was just something strange that I saw this week. And then it made me think, you know, like family members might need to be checking to make sure all their people's body parts are there especially if it's a funeral home in a weird side of town that's just that's just weird man and this is going to be kind of a weird podcast because there's that's kind of dark and kind of twisted a little bit i guess and it's not intentional but it's just what i've been thinking about this week and the next thing that i want to tell you about and this is kind of related to death too was i was thinking about how abandoned theme parks really kind of freak me out. Have you ever seen have you ever seen pictures or videos of theme parks that have been abandoned? Like they're just weird. They're just strange for some reason. And like it, it's kind of it's kind of funny because like normal theme parks don't don't mess with me. I mean, I don't think twice about about like if I if I'm at Six Flags or something like that, that doesn't that doesn't I don't know. I don't feel strange there. I don't feel weird at like carnivals or fairs. Um those don't really freak me out, but when they're abandoned and they've been abandoned for a while, those kind of freak me out. You know, and so I was I was thinking about that and I was like, well, I wonder if there's any strange theme parks in this world, like just strange, not your usual, you know, roller coasters and Ferris wheels and, you know, bungee jumping and all this stuff. I wonder if there's like just any theme parks that are just weird because I know that that there probably were. And I came across this theme park that I never heard of because it's in Singapore. <laughs> so I've never even, I've never been to Singapore. Nothing against Singapore. If you're listening to this podcast in Singapore, I'm glad that you're listening. Maybe you've been to this theme park and you can tell me more about it. But there's this theme park in Singapore and it's unlike anything that I've ever seen. It was built in 1937 by, now I'm going to say a bunch of names and a bunch of different um, names of stuff in this theme park. So just bear with me. I know I'm going to get it wrong, but uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> that never, my limited vocabulary never stopped me before. Why should I let it stop me now? So... It was built in 1937, 
It's called Haapar Villa. Haapar Villa. And it's in Singapore. And it was built in 1937 by Ah Boon Ha. Ah Boon Ha. And this guy was like a millionaire. It's the Tiger Bomb guy. Have you ever heard of Tiger Bomb? Well, this is a guy that I guess like, I don't know if he invented it, but he's the one who made the money who started marketing Tiger Bomb. And that's who it was built like, right? And, or built by. That was who it was built like, man. But, uh, so as I was reading, I found out that this theme park used to be a lot more popular than it is now, right? It's not like the future of this place is in kind of in jeopardy now. Like they don't know what is going to happen because less people come to this park than used to come to this park. And I read that like 35 people that are in Singapore that are 35 years of age and older are like, yeah, dude, I've been there when I was young, you know? So it's like people from my generation and older that are over there. This used to be a big place. This used to be a big thing. And it still is. I went to their website and it's, I mean, it's a legit place. Um, but it's really strange. And the thing that, the thing that caught my eye about it and, uh, the thing that caught my eye was like the main attraction of the park. And once I saw what the main attraction was, I was so like caught up in that, that I stopped looking at everything else that, that this park had. And, um, the main attraction is like called the 10 courts of hell. Right. And as soon as I saw that name, I was like, hmm, the 10 courts of hell. That's weird to be in a theme park, you know? And, you know, I was just, I was like, well, what is that? Right. And what it is, is it's like these 10 different sections. It's in this tunnel and you go into this tunnel and it's, it's everything that you go through after you die. Right. Um, especially if you're a wicked person. <laughs> so it's this tunnel. It's like the afterlife tunnel. Pretty much is what it boils down to is the afterlife tunnel. Right. And I do have some notes on this. So I'm not, I, this isn't, this is just something that I found really interesting. And I hope that you do too. And I kind of wanted to take you through this tunnel through the 10 courts of hell and kind of explain what's what each section was because like in the in the in the tunnel there's all these statues right and they're acting out all these different things that are supposedly in the afterlife which is just weird right so we'll start with the first court right and the first court of hell is Yama King Queen Guang, right? And what this is, is it's like an actual court by this king, Queen Guang, Queen Guang, Queen Guang Guang. I don't know how you say that, but Ken, Ken Guang, I don't know. Maybe I should go to Singapore and ask somebody because Siri just is an idiot. 
so anyway, what the first court is, is this, this judge, right? And what he does, this king, this judge does, is he judges people like, and the good people are judged as good, and the evil people are judged as evil. And the king will like decree the punishment for the people like he'll make a judgment on what kind of punishment they should be and then the punishment like is carried out in the following courts right and it's just weird like the people that are good um they get to go over this thing called the golden bridge to reach paradise right and then there's people that are kind of good and they get to go, if, if they did more good than they did bad, they get to go over like a silver bridge to reach paradise. But then there's like the evil people that are judged like, you just did a bunch of bad stuff. They get to, to like be sent to repent before the mirror of retribution. And then they have to go to the court of hell to be punished, Right. So isn't that just, I mean, isn't that like, can you imagine that at like Disney World or something? You know, you have your Mickey Mouse, you know, ears on and the next thing you're doing is looking into the mirror of retribution. All right. You know, maybe, maybe that's why it's not so popular anymore. People like to feel good when they go to theme parks. But anyway. Let's move right along. Let's let's go through this. Let's I, let's just all feel good together. All right. So the second court of hell is Yama King Chu Jiang. Chu Jiang. I don't know how to say that. Right. And what this court is is like if you've inflicted any kind of injury, like if you've hurt someone physically, or if you're like a thief or a robber. Um, or you're corrupt, you've been stealing, gambling, um, hiring prostitutes. Like, if that is your crime, then the punishment is that you get thrown into a volcanic pit, frozen into blocks of ice, which I guess that's kind of cool because if you're thrown in a volcanic pit, frozen into blocks of ice might cool you off after that so maybe it would even out i don't know i'm trying to make the best of the of this this hell thing all right and then thrown into a pool of blood and drowned right and what this is is they have all these little statues that are acting this this stuff out right and it's really kind of dark and horrific because it's in this tunnel which is kind of like a cave you can look online at pictures maybe i'll throw some pictures up on my twitter account but it's just it's just kind of dark and weird so i don't know if you get all these punishments or if if they just like make you do one i don't know how that works maybe i should have looked into that more but uh, let's just say they do them all because I want to think that that maybe this all evens out, you know. Thrown into a volcanic pit, frozen into blocks of ice, which would cool you off. Thrown into a pool of blood and drowned. So it's saying that you're drowned, but maybe you're already dead, so you're not really drowned. You're 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 dead, so that doesn't make any sense because you would live. You know what I mean? 
So, let's move right along. Let's get through this together. I'm sorry. The third court of hell, Yama King Sangdai. I think I said that one pretty good. I think that's my best one so far. Right? And the crime, you know, if you go to this court, the third court is ungratefulness, disrespect of elders. Um, if you've escaped from prison, um, drug addicts and drug traffickers, tomb raiders urging people into crime. Right? Those are the crimes if you are sent to the third court of hell. All right, so ungratefulness, we're probably all guilty of that, right? Disrespect of elders, um, we were all teenagers, so that's probably happened in one shape, way, shape, or form for everybody. So, you know, probably most of my listeners are sitting here in the third court with me right now. Escape from prison, oh, I'm innocent, I haven't done that. Then you have drug addicts and traffickers, tomb raiders, urging people into crime. Those are the other ones. The punishment in this court is, if you are found guilty, having your heart cut out. That sucks. There ain't no coming back from that. <laughs> well, that was that was nice. Or, or and, because I don't know if you get both of these, tied to red hot copper pillar and grilled now that just sucks man those crimes are serious because that sounds terrible right and there's all these pictures and you should totally see all these pictures because it's just wild it's a small world after all <laughs> all right the fourth court of hell let's move right along we're making record time guys hope you got your seatbelts on and stuff like that Fourth court of hell is Yama King Wu Guan. Man, I should move to Singapore and give a tour through this. The American Bearded Guide into hell. <laughs> All right, fourth court. The crime if you are a tax dodger, business fraud, disobedience to one's siblings. The punishment is pounded by a stone mallet grounded by a large stone and that this the the picture with this one is just brutal and bloody and it looks terrible tax dodger that's terrible business fraud that's terrible because a lot of people can get hurt when you commit business fraud um i just saw that new jack black movie side note i just saw that new jack black movie on netflix where he's like the polka he's like the guy that sings polka and it's based on a true story and he committed all kind of fraud and ripped all kinds of people off and it's i mean it's entertaining i like jack black because i like his passion um i just like how how excited he gets i think that it's funny like i'm not i guess i'm not a huge jack black movie fan but except nacho libre that's like one of my favorite movies of all time but he ripped off a bunch of people. So that guy in real life will probably would probably be in the fourth court of hell. Something I didn't understand about this one. It said disobedience to one's siblings. Like, how does the culture work over there, man? Like, you got to listen to your siblings. You got to obey your siblings. That's terrible. 
I wouldn't want, when I was younger, I wouldn't want my siblings obeying me. And I definitely wouldn't want them in the fourth court of hell for not obeying me because I probably would have steered them wrong. But that's just weird. Pounded by a stone mallet, ground by a large stone. That sounds terrible. Uh, so let's head to the fifth court of hell. But we're 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 getting through, people. We're getting through. Thank you for hanging. <laughs> Thank you for hanging in there with me. All right, fifth court of hell. Yama, King Yan Lu Luo. Yan Lu, is Y A N L U O. Yolo, King Yan Lu. Let's just say that King Yan Lu. All right, all right. So the crime is plotted another's death for his property or money. Now that's just wrong, man. That's just messed up. What is that conspiracy? Is that conspiracy to commit murder maybe? All right, money lenders with high interest rates. Oh man. This is going to be a busy court. Let me t- <laughs> let me tell you. All right. Let's see. All right, and the punishment for these guys is they're thrown onto a hill of knives, right? There's a hill of knives, and then there's a there's like a viewing home tower, and it's for the evildoers to see how their relatives and family are suffering as a result of their wrongdoings. So there's like a tower, there's like this hill of knives, and people are getting thrown onto this hill of knives, and I guess their relatives and the other people that did bad stuff that maybe are not guilty of of this particular crime or they're just waiting awaiting their judgment um they get to watch this terrible terrible thing all right the sixth court of hell yama king pin ching chang pin chang that's what it is all right the crime that you were sent to this court for Glenn Think Stuff Podcast listeners is cheating, cursing, abducting others, misuse of books, possession of pornographic material, breaking written rules and regulations, and wasting food. Man, some people's in trouble. Some people's in trouble. All right, so this is probably a very busy court (laughs) right here, all right? The punishment in this court is that you get, if you are found guilty, you get thrown onto a tree of knives. Boy, they like the hill of knives. And then that works so good, I guess, in the fifth court that they came up with the tree of knives. All right? Or, or, and, your body gets sawn in two. And... You know, there's no coming back from that either. You know, the the tree of knives, you might get messed up. In the previous court, the hill of knives, uh, if it doesn't hit a vital organ, which I don't get all this because you're already dead. So I guess that you don't die. I guess that you just, like, it's agony and terrible. Body's on and two. All right. All right, the seventh court of hell. We're getting through this together. I'm proud of us. 
Um, the theme park, this theme park, I just might buy season pass to this theme park. I was thinking about going to Six Flags, but I think that I might go to High Par Villa and stay and get me a season pass because the 10 courts of hell I could go through all time, I could go through weekly on my day off and it just make me feel so good and I'd be ready to go back out into the world after seeing this. All right, seventh court of hell, Yama, King Tayshon. All right, the crime in this court that you will be on trial for is rumorous mongers. So I guess that's like if you're like if you're a gossip, sowing discord among family members, rapists, driving someone to their death. Okay. The punishment in this court is your tongue gets pulled out. I guess that's for the gossipers. Or or and you're thrown into a wok of boiling oil a wok of boiling oil say if this was disney world it would be a pot of of burning oil so let's see rumor like if you're a gossip i guess your tongue will get pulled out if you're sowing discord among family members um maybe your tongue would get pulled out too rapists um, thrown into a wok of boiling oil, I imagine. Driving someone to their death means that you're married. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Don't get all upset. Alright, let's move along. Man, that's terrible. Like, there's a picture from the seventh court of hell on here. And it's just graphic, man. People take their kids through here. That's just crazy. That is just crazy. Eighth Court of Hell, Yama King Dushai. All right, the crime that you will be on trial in this court for is causing trouble for parents or family members, cheating during examinations, harming others to benefit oneself. And the punishment in this court that you will be subject to if you get found guilty, and I don't know how fair, if you even have a, like a right to a fair trial, because I think that, I think that pretty much, you know, in the American justice system here, you think, all right, innocent until proven guilty, you have the right to a fair trial, you have a right to an attorney, you have all these rights. But over here, see, the first court that you go into, if you are, if you are like, you're kind of judged there and you get to go over that golden bridge and into paradise if you're good if you're kind of good and the good stuff outweighs the bad then you get to go over the silver bridge into paradise but if you're sent to all these courts this is what i don't get if you're sent to all these courts you're pretty much like they just assume that you're guilty you know and i don't know if you just get sent it's kind of weird that they call it courts because you just kind of get sent here and it's almost like you're guilty. You're just going to get sentenced here. So I don't even know why they keep calling it courts. But anyway. So the eighth court, the punishment is um, your intestines and organs get pulled out. And body dismemberment. Right? And this is actually, they have like little statues. And there's like a, there's like a weird looking there's like all these people where that's actually happening. And then there's like this this guy with like a... It looks like a pick. Um, and he has like a... 
like a cow's head with horns, mask on, or thing on his head. That's just kind of weird. All right. Ninth Court of Hell. Yama King Pingdang. All right. The crime that you will be... I, I'm not even going to say on trial for here. I'm just going to say the crime that you're going to be sentenced for <laughs> because that's what it seems like. And this court is robbery, murder, rape, any other unlawful conduct. So I guess littering or jaywalking. Um, neglect of the old and young. And the punishment in this court is your head and arms get chopped off. Or you get crushed under boulders, right? So you better not rob anybody, murder anybody, rape anybody, litter. <laughs> it doesn't say litter. It says any other unlawful conduct. You better cross the street only where you're supposed to cross the street. And neglect of the old and young. You shouldn't do that either. All right. All right. So now we are reaching the end of the tunnel or the cave, the Ten Courts of Hell. The Tenth Court of Hell is Yama King Zhu, Zuanlun. Zuanlun. All right. And in the Tenth Court of Hell, um, there's a Wheel of Reincarnation and something called the Pavilion of Forgetfulness. <laughs> Which, I guess Will Smith is standing there with the little flashy light from Men is Black. Which, like, how could you forget all that? If you went through all that, how would you forget that? Alright, so after you do your sentences, you get to the Ten Court, and King Zulan passes the final judgment on you, okay? And then you're brought to the Pavilion of Forgetfulness, and it says here that an old lady, Men Po... That's her name. Why is she called Lady Poe? Yeah, Poe. That's like the panda off of... Uh, isn't that the panda off of Kung Fu Panda? Poe? Anyway, there's an old crotchety old lady called Men Poe. And she hands you a cup of magic tea. Which, when you drink it, it makes them forget their your past life, right? So, I guess that makes you... That kind of... It's kind of like Men in Black when they flash and you forget, except it makes you forget everything. I hope that it helps you forget like all the, the sentencing and the stuff that you went through. Because you're walking around, you know, you're crawling around half your body. You got sawed in two and crushed and thrown onto a hill of knives and all your intestines got pulled out. I guess not. Yeah, I guess everybody didn't go through all of those because some of that stuff was bad, but... Well, all of it's bad. You shouldn't do that stuff. But what I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying. So then you get to go, after you drink Mempo's, you know, tea, um, you get to go to the Wheel of Reincarnation. And, like, it depends whether, what your past life was like, if you would be reborn um, as a human or an animal, right? And... Some people get to get reborn and live, like, a good, easy life. And then some people get to be reborn and it's into, like, a horrible life of suffering and pain. Which, I kind of think that's weird because... I don't know. I think that that's kind of weird because, like, 
if you went through all of the the that punishment and then you like you get to the end and you drink the Minpo tea, the old crotchety ladies tea. Like why if you paid your debt, you know, then why do you still get screwed? Now, some people get screwed and some people don't. That's kind of weird to me, man. Like that whole belief system is just kind of weird. But I mean, I guess that's what the people believe. I guess you can't just like you can't I don't know. Maybe they should question that cuz that's just messed up. I don't get how that works. I guess if they believe if you believe that's just the way that it is, then it doesn't have to be logical because you're not the one who came up with the with the whole rule, you know. You know what I'm saying, but uh I actually read an article that was funny because there was a parent with a kid and it said that the that they were overheard telling their kid that they better not cheat during their their exams because that could happen. <laughs> so if you're looking for a family vacation, maybe not this summer. Maybe this summer you went to Disney World. Maybe you went to Six Flags. Maybe you um, went to Epcot Center or SeaWorld or somewhere like that. Or Dollywood. You went to Dollywood, didn't you? Maybe next summer you can hit up Ha Parville in Singapore. All right. So that was really, I mean, that was fun. That was light. That was happy. <laughs> oh, man. What a terrible, terrible place. But I just thought that that was interesting. I wanted to share it with you guys. And it was just something that I never heard of before. Um,. But man, I can't end on that note because I talked about the caskets getting pulled with the with the cannibals, and then I talked about Hopar Villa. I can't leave you with that. So, on my podcast, the people that listen to me know this podcast is all in good fun. I just I I just have an imagination and I like to think about stuff and talk about stuff that I think about, but. Um, nothing that I say should be, I mean, you should take what I say with a grain of tiny little sand is what you should do because it is all in good fun. Do you understand? All right. But I thought that since that was all kind of heavy and weird and dark that I can't just leave you like that today. So I thought that I would, I would talk about something else that's a little more serious that I've been thinking about and I've been actually thinking about this a lot this week um, is um, how the mentality um, that I have is the number one thing that holds me back from achieving um, goals, right? And a lot of that mentality is like fear-based, like maybe a fear of failure, like I will not achieve that goal because I'm not good enough or because they said I'm not good enough or because there's just no way that I can do that. But I was thinking about this week, I was just thinking about that mentality and I was thinking about how, I mean, of course your goals have to be realistic, right? Um, But say you have a, 
a goal that if you set out an action plan, it would take five years to get to that goal. And I'm sorry, the people that think this sounds elementary, you don't have to listen to me. Um, I hope that you do. I hope that you hear me out. Um, because this is just probably basic thought process to some people, but I've just been thinking about it a lot this week. So I'm just, I'm just telling you about it's what I'm doing, but say you have a goal. That's like, if you make an action plan to get to this goal, it will take five years, right? So if you're like, I want this result from this five year goal, I want this result in one year, right? That's not realistic. And I think that, I think that you have to be realistic in setting goals as far as the time frame goes but virtually anything you want to do there is a way to get there right and the number one thing that stops most people is fear right um and what i want to say to you today um is something that yeah, I say to myself all the time is that fear is just total BS. Fear is not a tangible threat. Fear can't hurt you. It's just something inside you, like a little, like a little voice. This it's just not. It's not a reliable source of. I need to be listening to you, to to you know make decisions for me. You should never let fear. Um, be a driving force in your life because it's not real, you know? And I think that a lot of people, um, have haters and have skeptics. And that's something that I've struggled with. And I used to struggle with it a lot more is because even though I might say, I don't care what this person thinks about me or that person thinks about me or says about me behind my back that I find out about, um, or even says to my face, um, I used to say that that kind of stuff didn't bother me, and a lot of it hasn't. Um, people that know me know that I really kind of do my own thing, and um, if you don't like me, that's great. If you like me, that's great. Um, I don't like having enemies, so you know I, I'm a pretty good guy. But um, if you have people like that, toxic people like that, um, you don't need to pay attention to those people because they're, they're always going to be there in the background and you need to just tune them out because people that, that you should make important in your life are people that build you up and people that encourage you and that love you and that want what's best for you. Those are the kinds of people that you need to put stock in what they have to say. You know what I mean? And the haters, man, like don't even, they don't exist. You, you, you just need to go through life acting like they don't even exist because they contribute nothing good. And usually people like that aren't very happy people and they're not happy within themselves. So you just need to do what you do, right? And you don't need to let a negative mentality hold you back because if you have a dream or something that you want to do in your life whatever it is um make a plan make a plan and go for it right unless you are an aspiring serial killer that that you're listening to my podcast um then you don't need to achieve your goals (laughs) 
I had to take it back. Take it back to the morbid place at the end of my podcast. But you guys, I really appreciate you listening to me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Hopefully I can get out. I've kind of started doing these things weekly now. Hopefully I can get another one out in a week. Um, If I do not, it will be soon thereafter. Hopefully Um, summer's winding down. So I'm just getting everything back into a routine around here. Um, But thank you for checking me out. If you would... Um, leave me an iTunes review um, on iTunes or you can just click the stars you don't even have to leave me a review you can just click the stars Um, what that does is that will actually bump me up in search results so that more people can find this podcast like it will show up on searches Um, so you know there can be more of us that you know think stuff together but uh if you don't like the podcast, you don't have to leave me a good review. You could leave me a bad review. It will not hurt my feelings because if you're a hater, you're a hater, dude. So uh, you can actually listen to this podcast. It's available on virtually most of the podcasts and platforms. I don't think I'm on SoundCloud yet. Um, I'm on Spotify, iTunes, Apple, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, um, there's more, I forgot them, but you can find this podcast, whatever, if you have a favorite app, um, you can do that, subscribe, so you know when new episodes hit, um, if you want me to talk about a certain subject that, um, you want to hear me ramble about, um, you can actually shoot me an email at glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com, glennthinkstuff at yahoo.com, and I'll think about the topic, And I'll talk about the topic. I've done it a few times, and it's been fun, and I've enjoyed it. Listener engagement, Um, but you can totally do that. I kind of, I've kind of steer away from like stuff that divides people, like political, religious discussions, um, because I kind of like. There's so much of that out there, and it just divides people I kind of like to have a good time and because I've found that it kind of brings people together and I just want this podcast to be like a little break um for people and so uh it totally hit me up hit me up with your thoughts with your if you have constructive criticism for me like do this don't do that man I didn't like that dude please never do that again I just can't deal with that glint thing stuff you know shoot me an email you can also, you can also, I watched a Polly Shore movie recently. <laughs> I grew up on him. I like him. He's funny to me. You can also, on Grindage. You can also follow me on Twitter, at GlennThinkStuff. Um, I tweet throughout the week. I'll, t- I'll throw up new episodes when they come out. Um, check me out there. Check me out on Twitter. I tweet other people's podcasts that I listen to. Funny stuff, hashtag stuff, hacky jokes, stuff like that. But thank you guys for listening. Thank you 1,000 times over. And I will see you next time. Just hang in there. Hang in there and do good. Because we don't want to end up in them courts. Because that don't sound like no fun. So, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks. Peace out.